it's Katie Garrett, your functional medicine nutritionist, and I'm here with my husband, Philip. Hello again. And we are on our third episode of our three-part series on hypothyroidism. That's right. And so today we're going to talk about how to um, treat hypothyroidism, how to improve your thyroid in both in how you feel as well as on your lab work. And we had talked about, so this is the third part in our series, we had talked about um, the first one, which was symptoms and testing. So how do you how do you determine if you have hypothyroidism and then, you know, or potentially have it? And then what what do you do, do to look for, um, you know, actual actual markers in, in your labs? Uh, and then the second one was on the root causes, um, you know, and how do we how do we basically how do we get, you know, um, this, uh, this these thyroid issues. So I'm excited for today to figure out how to treat it, how to <laughs> how to handle it. Yes. So what do we do with all of this knowledge? So basically what we want to do is look at the root causes behind why we could have hypothyroidism and do the opposite. (laughs) (laughs) And so the first root cause we talked about was um, stress. And so we need to have really good routines around how we handle our stress. We have um, mental hygiene, right? So we have like where we take breaks throughout the workday and where we, you know, go to sleep, where we might watch TV at night, where we give our mind a break. We have physical hygiene. We take showers and we brush our teeth. Um, and so, but we don't really have good emotional hygiene. And so that's helping ourselves with just the day-to-day, keeping our stress balanced and under control. Um, so we can't control the stressors in our environment, but we can control how stressed out our body feels from them. Mm. And so we need to have little routines that we do that help us. So examples of this could be taking a walk in nature, watching the sunrise or the sunset, practicing mindfulness or meditation, doing an Epsom salt bath every night. Um, talking with a loved one, um, doing a hobby or something that's playful, um, spending time in um, your faith. And so these are all ways that we can kind of balance out our nervous system from the craziness of the day and the fast-paced life we have and our demanding schedules. Um, And so it's really important that we have that balance. Otherwise, if our body feels like we're always stressed, it's going to suppress the thyroid. Now, this has been something that's been... um you know, kind of come back more into vogue, you know, mm-hmm. in the past, I don't know, five or 10 years, you know, well, I mean, social media and sure. our iPhones and smartphones, you know, yeah, definitely. Yeah. This idea of, of mindfulness. And I would say for most people, it's kind of an afterthought, you mm-hmm. know, they get through their day and it's like, well, if I have time for this later, mm-hmm. you know, uh, then okay. But I guess busy people is kind of the opposite of what you want if you're if you're you know trying to heal yeah yes so i'm going to definitely do an episode on this topic on its own because it's a huge topic Um, but for now i just leave it with some of those suggestions Mm. and then the second way that we can help our thyroid out is with improving the nourishment of our diet and so a couple ways that we can do this one is i talked about selenium and zinc in the last episode a good way to get those nutrients is through nuts and seeds so selenium is going to be really high in Brazil nuts. Only two a day are oh, needed. But they taste so terrible. Yeah, you put them in your smoothie and blend them up. You have no idea. They're then there. you have chunky smoothies. <laughs> Which is great because we should chew our food before swallowing it. Oh, no. <laughs> and then um, pumpkin seeds and sunflower seeds are good sources of zinc. Those are good. I'm in favor. Okay, good. As is meat. 
I love meat. <laughs> I knew you would. Um, so those and are cheese? all. No. Oh, I tried. I tried, folks. <laughs> cheese should always be a treat if you can tolerate it. Okay. Um, and so, so those are some ways we can get selenium and zinc. Um, and then we also want to make sure that we eat enough food. So if you are going to bed really hungry every night, um, you're not getting enough food. If you're feeling a little bit shaky or lightheaded in the middle of the day, you're not getting enough food. Um, so, and it might be if you're kind of really have no idea if you consume enough, um, or if you might have a restrictive mindset, you can always log into one of those online trackers and put your food in for a day and just take a look and see how many you're consuming. Um, so you might want to work a little bit more closely with the nutritionist to really figure out if you're getting the right amount for your body. Um, but always trying to restrict your eating, um, or reduce your portion sizes or go hungry. That's definitely going to downregulate the thyroid. So get enough food in. Um, and then with the components of eating enough food, you want to make sure it's the right food. Um, so we want to stay away from common food sensitivities. So it's really helpful for anyone to do an elimination diet if you have chronic symptoms. So usually that's going to eliminate gluten, dairy, soy, corn, uh, maybe shellfish, um, peanuts are common allergen. So those are the big ones that will be removed on elimination diet. Um, but you can always go another step further. If someone has autoimmune disease, I will also eliminate a few other things too. Um, and then after you haven't eaten those foods, you reintroduce them and see if you react. See if you get some of your hypothyroid symptoms back um, or go on your elimination and then retest like Phil did and um, see if your numbers are better while you're eliminating. So so, so that's, that's what I was going to chime in with is that you can do testing to figure out kind of like your um, your susceptibility or your, you know, the things that you may be most, um, likely to be, you know, reactive to. Is oh, that for right? foods? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The gold standard is definitely the elimination diet. Um, because the things that come back on a food sensitivity as being really high, we definitely want to eliminate. Um, but the things that come back as non-reactive doesn't mean that you're okay with it because there's a lot of other ways we're going to react to a food. Mm. So it can let you know, maybe on top of the typical foods we'd remove, should we also remove other things? So that's really helpful in someone who's tried a bunch of different diets and, you know, protocols and hasn't gotten better. Um, then we might want to do testing. Um, but otherwise for most people, just doing elimination diets enough. Well, it is easier and cheaper. Mm -hmm. um, and then the third thing is really a huge one, and that's healing the gut. So in autoimmune disease, which is the most common reason for hypothyroidism, they have a leaky gut. And so stuff from their gut is leaking into their bloodstream and causing all this inflammation. If you want to learn more about that, we did podcasts on this in the beginning of the show, um, beginning of the creation of the show. So go back to the first couple episodes and learn more about that. Um, but we're going to talk about how to treat that whole thing where we have all this inflammation coming from the gut. So a couple different ways that we can treat this is eating enough fiber and high antioxidant foods. So things like berries and leafy greens and green tea and herbs and spices, um, enough fiber, which would be things like legumes, meaning beans or lentils, um, nuts and seeds, that kind of stuff, um, and vegetables. Um, and then taking a probiotic could be helpful for a lot of people, but not just anyone. You have to kind of do your research and know which ones to take. Um, and then 
for some people, they actually have infections. So um, Blastocystis hominis is the name of a parasite. <laughs> Did you just cast a, a Harry Potter spell on you? <laughs> I know, right? That's what it sounds like. Um, and so that is a common parasite found in Hashimoto's and um, will cause a lot of the symptoms. And sometimes when people treat that and get rid of the parasite, their Hashimoto's goes away. Um, also mold. There's some mold can be uh, an infection that we have to treat um, that will show up as fungus in the gut. And we have to get rid of that. Um, or bacterial overgrowths. Um, there's a couple of different strains of bacteria, like Citrobacter fundi. <laughs> so what would you say is the, is the, like how, how prevalent are those versus like, you know, your stress and diet induced, you know, thyroid conditions? Mm-hmm. Like how, how often is it like, oh, it's, you know, this crazy, bug, mm, you know. Yeah. Well, the longer you've had symptoms, the more likely it's going to be crazy bugs in your gut um, because your immune system is suppressed when you've been really inflamed for a long period of time and that allows the stuff to grow. So anyone who's been dealing with stuff for like years um, or they have been having hypothyroid symptoms for years, they're more likely to have stuff in their gut. If you've just been feeling down like the last couple months or the last year, then usually just the diet and stress will be enough to get you back on track. Mm, okay, gotcha. And when you were, when your labs came back, you hadn't even felt any hypothyroid symptoms. This was like very early stages, which is one of the reasons why it was treated so easily, which That's is right. why the testing is important. I can't even remember why we why we had a, initially even gone to We look. went to an integrative doctor and they just ran a very complete panel on you. Oh, there you go. And then uh, numbers came back and they were they were super high. So Yeah, and she referred you to the endocrinologist. But you're right, I didn't, I didn't experience any type of symptoms or anything like that um and even when they did the ultrasound on me my thyroid looked normal yeah it actually looked like a butterfly so it's actually mine was a big gnarly sponge (laughs) that is disturbingly accurate (laughs) i was like really that's what it's supposed to look like (laughs) so um anyway it was uh it, it was it was caught early yes so if you're listening to this and you're feeling some symptoms, get the testing or go schedule with a functional medicine nutritionist and um, find out what's going on so that the earlier you get it, the more you can prevent it. That's right. Well, we're excited to, to wrap up this uh, this thyroid series here. So thank you so much, Katie, for enlightening all of us. Any questions or comments, go to my website and type them in um, and let me know if you have any requests for future podcasts. As always, thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. 